Welcome to the Love is Coming podcast, the must-listen show for single women struggling to attain or sustain a romantic relationship. I'm your host, Persia Lawson, author, speaker, and according to the Times Magazine, one of the UK's most successful love coaches. Before that, I was a serial cheat and obsessive love addict, but I'm now a bride-to-be and in the best relationship of my life. So, If you're trying to do the work on your love life, you are definitely in the right place. But here on the Love is Coming podcast, we serve your education with a side of entertainment. Expect serious stuff talked about not so seriously, solo agony on episodes with yours truly, and guest episodes showcasing some of the best in the biz in ways you've never seen them before. So, got a dating dilemma? Swiping right but haven't yet found Mr. Right? then let's get raw, real, and a little bit inappropriate because love is coming for your baby in more ways than one. Hello, hello. So the topic for today's episode is one of the questions that I get asked most frequently. How to stop panicking, you'll be single forever. I get a DM about, you know, questions around this topic pretty much on a daily basis. And this uh, this title of the episode is actually from the first section of my upcoming book, Love is Coming. And that section is, the book is divided into three sections, Heal, Attract and Commit. So this particular topic is from that first section, Heal. Now, what I've really experienced over the years of coaching many, many women in their love lives is that people want to jump to the attracting part because that's really fun or the committing part, the committing to the life partner. So attracting lots of dates um, or attracting your soulmate and committing to them before they have understood or healed the issues that stopped any of their previous relationships from working out in the first place. But as I learned the hard way, you know, first things need to come first. If you want a great relationship that is sustainable, you have got to get your foundations right. You have got to put in that work at the beginning. And it's not sexy, particularly. It's not all that fun, but it is crucial when you think about the bigger picture of the romantic relationship that you want to have. So this episode is going to be very useful for you if you have a pattern of jumping from love story to love story super fast, as I used to or you feel like all your peers are coupled up except you, or you worry you're doomed for eternal spinsterhood. And in this episode, I will be sharing the crucial truth about finding long-lasting love that you don't want to hear, a reality check to get you out of romantic comparison fast, the number one reason I attracted my dream relationship, how and when I did. So let's just dive straight in. I'm going to make this episode as swift as I possibly can, and I'll tell you why. There are ants crawling all over my desk and I don't know where they're coming from and it's really stressing me out. So I'm going to try and for once in my life be to the point. So that's, by the way, something I say in every single podcast episode and fail every single time as well. But here we go. So the crucial truth about finding long lasting love that you don't want to hear. I certainly did not want to hear this when I uh, when I learned it and when I first heard it. The truth is, guys, good things take time. Good things take time. It's as simple as that. My new book, Love is Coming, has taken me five years to write. And I do believe it is good. It's the best I could have done. I could not have written that book in a year. I just couldn't have. And, you know, any any artist or creative 
or even entrepreneur that I really admire. It's not to say that they don't have certain things that 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 happen quickly, but they always say the same thing. Everything takes longer than you imagined it would. Like I've heard musicians talk about, you know, seven years working on one um, album or directors, you know, at, at certain films taking 20 years to actually get made. And it's certainly been, sorry, I've got something in my eye and I cannot stop scratching it. Um, when it came to romantic relationships, I was always so like, just wanted the quick win. I just wanted it and I wanted it yesterday. But that leads to some really impulsive decisions. For me, that looked like jumping into bed with people too early, dating guys that I'd probably be better, best off not dating if I wanted to have a healthy relationship because they were certainly not in the place for that. I would just jump, I would basically run before I could even walk. That was the story of my life. And I want you to ask yourself and be really honest with yourself about your own patterns. How long is the average time you wait between relationships before getting in something new? For me, it was always three months. That was the absolute longest. And then there'd, and I'd be like, I'm over it. Because in the three month mark, you start to hear and you start, you, you start to feel good again. And so you're kind of excited about life and... And that can often mean that you jump into something because you you attract it in quite fast. But what I would suggest is be more discerning. And it's not to say that... I kind of actually know I am going to be bold. I am going to say, if you've been in a long relationship, three months is not long enough before a new relationship. It's just not, guys. Like, come on, let's use our logic. I know that would be lovely, but you it just takes time. I always say, give yourself at least a year after any significant relationship. And if you can't be on your own for a year, then there's a problem. And that's what you need to look at because I promise you it will come up in your next relationship 100%. So for me, you know, a lot I get a lot of people messaging me and being like, well, it's all right for you because you've got the dream relationship now, blah, 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 blah. It wasn't always like this. And if you're new to my work, then you should know that I was a bloody disaster in my romantic life for the longest time. And from the moment when I started working on it, and I always share this as a reminder because you're seeing me like now, it took four and a half years from when I started working on on um, my romantic life um, to when I met Joe. Four and a half years. My clients, like it's usually a quarter to half that time on average. Um, because that was why I wanted to get into this work and say, surely I can streamline this process and share what's worked and what doesn't work and, and make speed up the learning curve. But at the same time, it's still going to take as long as it takes. So let me just assure you, if you've been doing this work for a while and you're like, why is he not here yet? Patience, my darling. And for me, you might not want to hear this either. It was when I, I let go of the timeline and the need for it to happen now. So I desired it to happen, but I didn't need it to happen. I wasn't obsessed with it. That's when it showed up. It's the most annoying thing in the world to hear. It's like when people say, it always turns out when you're not looking for it. <laughs> it's like, <sighs> but it's fucking true. Let's be honest. It's true. So there's no such thing as an overnight success in romantic like relationships. You might see all sorts of stuff over Instagram. It's, you know, you know how a couple is when you sit down with them in person and you'll see what their relationship's like. And no relationship's perfect. But, you know, I have a great relationship for the most part. It's not ideal. We struggle with things. We bicker. We have things, you know, of course, like everyone. But it's great. I, I can say that 80% of the time it's great. And that 20% of the time is the growth zone. And that's so, so important. 
that's where you overcome your shit and you have to work through stuff. And that's what makes, that's actually what expands your capacity for joy in the relationship and enables you to love one another more deeply, more unconditionally. You can't fucking Amazon Prime that shit. You cannot Amazon Prime an amazing relationship. You just can't. And anyone who tells you you can is is fucking lying. You know, you can have what I believe quantum leaps where things seem to happen overnight, but actually it's not. It's all of the all of the work you've done over the years and then there's a tipping point. That often happens, so it can feel like it's overnight, but it's not. So if you are not where you want to be in your love life, please listen to me. You are exactly where you're meant to be. It's all good. Remember that good things take time and surrender. Just trust. Just trust that it will come when you're good and ready. And all you need to think about is from good old Oprah, what is my next right move? What is my next right step? That's where you want to you quiet your quiet in your mind and allow your intuition to speak through you. And if you can't hear anything, that's okay. Just go for a walk. Don't force it. It will arrive. It will arrive. Someone will suggest a book or a podcast episode or whatever it is. Just allow it to evolve organically. Okay, so the next point, a reality check to get you out of romantic comparison fast. So I think it's important to just remember that not everyone is coupled up. Certainly not happily. If they were, I would not have a job. So stop saying that you are the only single person you are not. And I know that it can feel like that, especially with everything around COVID. But you've got to remember the other side of it is that all of those people in relationships that have been really fucking hard and it's just intensified over COVID and just like, you know, so many breakups, so many divorces. So you're not alone. And I honestly, you know, I know from my own experience that being in the wrong relationship is way worse than being single. Even in a great relationship, being in a relationship is hard. So stop kidding yourself that the grass is always greener. It's not. It's up to us to water wherever we are, to make the most. And this doesn't even just go for romantic relationships. You know, I, I'm going to be really honest with you. I've had a really fucking challenging day. Um, my new book, Love is Coming, is coming out in exactly a month of the date of I'm recording this. It's coming out on the 7th of July. And we have, my team and I have been working so hard on the, um, the, the book launch, essentially. And so we shared a link to... Um, all the freebies we're giving away to get you on, you know, to, so you can join the wait list and get all these freebies. I was about to say, get you on the wait list. I'm like, well, yeah, that's true. We want you on the wait list because we want you to read this book and be the first to know when it's out. So uh, everything that could have gone wrong has gone wrong. Just fucking everything. And I've like tried to help and made things worse. And technology is not played ball. Mercury retrograde. Blah. And I know it sounds so trivial. It's like, you know, people are, people have actual problems and I'm stressing over some stupid links. I've worked really hard on this and I've spent a lot of money on it. So it feels a lot bigger than a few fucking links. But I am really coming back and checking with myself. You do not have to allow this situation to dictate how you feel. That is a choice you make. And I say the same things to my clients. Like, it's your perception of being single that's the problem, not being single. Being single is a wonderful thing. There are so many good things that come with being single. So you need to make the decision that you're going to lean into the positivity of it and embrace it. Because guess what? When you do, you become so much more magnetic anyway. You know, like when I'm being in my resentment, which I have been today, and bitterness, which I have been today, and like, you know, 
I'm not a pleasure to be around. No one wants to be around that energy. And it's all right. You know, we're human. We can give cut ourselves a bit of slack. But the key is to not stay in that energy. Sometimes we need to put a big girl pants on and just fucking suck it up and get on with it. Do you know what I mean? I just sometimes think that, you know, we need to not sugarcoat and, as Marion Williamson says, coddle our neuroses, which I think happens far too much. we we got to know when to just be like, right, come on, Persia. Get your shit together. It's all fine. Don't stress about it. Um, so I say the same thing to you and that's not to dismiss any pain or, or stress that you're going through in your life, but it's also to right size it and put it in perspective. Good. Okay. So the final point, the number one reason I attracted my dream relationship, how, and when I did, it's kind of what I've just been sharing. Really. I jumped the gun a bit guys. So get in the energy of abundance and gratitude and positivity in your love life for where you are right now. If you focus on what you lack, you will stay there. If you are grateful for where you are right now, everything you have in your life right now, and yet are excited for what's to come, that's the sweet spot. That's what Abraham Hicks talks about. Abraham Hicks is a kind of, I don't even know how to describe, sort of spiritual entity, very profound teachings, all about the law of attraction. Feel free to go on YouTube, Google, whatever. Um, but that really, it's so simple, that advice, but I, tr- that's what I've been trying to live out is like, what, what is working in my life? Cause all I can, you know, I can really be one for focusing on what isn't working so much good shit in my life. What is working? What can I be grateful for? Lean into that and then be excited for what's to come. Stop focusing on what isn't working, which is really hard to do because we have a negative, a negativity bias as humans. So that's why this has to be really conscious work. You really, and you know, my fiance, Joe, he's, he's actually very naturally good at that. I have to work a lot harder at it. So when I met Joe, it was so magical. And the reason it was so magical is because I had stopped obsessing. I had stopped trying to find the person, the guy. I'd stopped chasing and I'd just chosen to be in the moment, what I call in my book, uh, Love is Coming, Surrender to the Festival. The festival of life, I was at a literal festival when I met Joe, and everything that, and I share this in depth in the book, but everything that happened as part of our love story was so fucking magical. And I've now seen that in so many of my clients' uh, relationships as well, how they get together. And that's what I want for you. I don't want you just get a boyfriend or girlfriend. I want you to have magical romance. And I am a hopeless romantic at heart, you know? I was an actress. I loved Shakespeare. Um, I think the problem is romance has been so muddied in the media with being infused with drama and chaos and longing and yearning. And I used to associate those things with romance, which is why I always kind of cultivated and sort of attracted those types of dynamics. And now I'm like, no, romance is just like playful and fun and there's no drama around it not in a, not in a negative way and it's not even about the big grand gestures as much as I love a big grand gesture it's in the little moment to moments you know joe has just got back from work with our little puppy reggae and i'm recording these and i was really like i'll be honest when he came in i was just really stressed out and like ooh and i don't want him to come home to that and so i'm going to record these this podcast episode and then he's going to be back and i'm going to make dinner before I've got um, my mastermind women that I coach. And I'm going to choose to embrace 
that time with him and to be in a positive place and to enjoy our puppy and to enjoy making dinner. Because again, my natural impulse is to be a fucking passive aggressive nightmare throughout those few hours. And that's not fun for him to be around. That's why I attracted my relationship is I really made the priority being present in the moment and as much as I could in whatever moment I was in, greeting that moment with love and with joy and embracing it instead of resisting it and fighting against it and thinking things should be different. No, they shouldn't. Everything is, is, is all good as it is. And if something needs to be changed, you can do that from a place of, you know, with, with good spirit, with good spirit. And uh, this is honestly, I'm, this episode was mainly for me. I really needed to hear this message that's coming out of me. Um, just spat on myself, gross. Okay, guys, look, I hope this episode has been helpful. Please do come and tell me over on Instagram at Persia Lawson or lowercase, which of these three tips resonated for you most and why. Now, on the subject of my new book, whether you are single, taken, or somewhere in between, Love is Coming really is a must read. Again, it's taken me five years to write it. I've put my heart and soul into it. It will help you find and keep the incredible relationship you've always wanted, but never really believed is possible for you. I promise this book will prove to you that it absolutely is. So click the link in the show notes for this episode now to find out more. And get instant access to the introduction of the book plus some other goodies to see if it's for you. It's 100% free. So why bloody not? Love you lots. And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening. I really do hope these episodes help you find dates that become mates and flings that become things with men who are ready, willing and able to actually commit. Please be sure to like, share, subscribe and leave me a review if you're getting value from these episodes. This helps the podcast rank higher so it can reach other people who want or need the support. To have your question answered, send it over to podcast at persialawson.com and we'll get to it ASAP. See you next week, gorgeous. I release a new episode every Tuesday. But until then, remember, love is coming for you. So surrender to the festival that is life on planet Earth and trust that what misses you was not meant for you and what's meant for you will not miss you, including your soulmate. <laughs>